A huge round of rugby league and, of course, State of Origin just around the corner. It may be a dead rubber to many, but with reputations on the line, there will be plenty of interest as well. Peter Zorba Peters joins us on the line. Zorb, great to have you once again. And, geez, it's been an interesting week between the lasers, bad injuries, um, boom boxes. It doesn't matter who you are. Rugby league has been a talking point. Yeah, sure has, Ben. Good morning to you and uh, the rest of the boys. Um, well, on July 18, 2009, Brad Fittler was sacked as the Roosters coach as the club headed for the Wooden Spoon. Now, 14 years later, under Fittler, New South Wales will collect another origin spoon based on performances and nothing else, even though he's eight from, he's eight from 16 in origin currently, um, based on performances over the last couple of years, uh, Freddie has to go. And Paul Conlon is chairman of the New South Wales Rugby League and um, David Trodden is the boss running it. Um, they can talk it up as much as they like, but I don't think they've got any choice. But we've got to have an alternative. I think it's time for a change. I like the suggestion this week from Alex McKinnon, the former um, St George and North Sydney player, um, Sam Burgess. New South Wales need passion, direction, and a new voice. Sam could be just the man. I think it's one of the most sensible uh, suggestions that I've heard for a while. Zorba, it would be certainly left field, given Sam hasn't coached at an NRL level as yet. But, gee, I tell you what, he'd bring some uh, flair. He'd bring some fire. He's got all the ingredients. Do you think there'd be any resistance, given he's not an Australian nor from New South Wales? Well, Queensland set the pattern all those years ago when they nominated Graham Lowe as, uh, as their coach. And he was a Kiwi international coach and he coached them to a series win. So, uh, you know, Queensland have done it years ago. It's time that this New South Wales Rugby League board did something different. We can't keep going down the same path. I said earlier, before the series started, I tipped Queensland. I said there's an arrogance about New South Wales. We expect to win, but we can't expect to win anymore. It's time for a change. Jeez, we're a forgiving lot, aren't we? If somebody had have said to me 18 months ago that we would be talking about Sam Burgess taking over as the Blues coach, maybe I'm missing a trick here. And I, I like Sam, but dearie me, that is a turnaround, if ever I've heard it. Well, if he's got the time. He's coaching. He's coached under Wayne Bennett. He's now coaching under Demetrio. He's had a crack at it himself. He knows the game. He's an English international. He's a great player. He was a great player. Um, a new voice is needed and a new direction. This walking on the grass barefooted, playing loud music hasn't worked. Let's go down another path. Otherwise, Billy Slater will continue to pull our pants down. Zorba, it's been such a cluttered morning with so much live sport. We haven't got around to talking about the media blackout. Uh, obviously, the players are now refusing to talk to media outlets uh, on game days. Uh, obviously, isn't it good, Bulldog? Well, isn't it good? It's obviously they're going to get Channel Nine and Fox offside, which isn't the smartest venture given the billions that they pour into the game. What have you made of this media blackout from the RLPA in terms of their discussions ongoing with the NRL well, over the collective bargaining agreement? Players have been led down the garden path by their own players' union. The media, as you said, via massive contracts, is in fact the hand that feeds them. They've shown no respect by agreeing to the current 
media lockdown. Players' union maintain it's not a shutdown about money. But in the eyes of the public, and a lot of them have approached me during the week, they are considered by the public as a greedy, self-centred, overpaid group. At a time when the average Aussie is struggling to make ends meet, they agree to what is a petty, ill-timed action. Unfortunately, with these situations, if things don't get resolved quickly, it does play out in the court of public opinion. And Bulldog, I feel as though, rightly or wrongly, the players have now pitted themselves against the main players in the game, and that is the fans. It's the fans who are losing out. Neither of the parties that are involved in the discussion, just the fans. Uh, you could argue it's the media as well, but to be honest, they're fueled by the fans, and it's really only for their benefit. But it's a stupid thing, because yeah. some of the players have contracts with media outlets. They're allowed to speak and collect their money, whereas the other players who don't have a contract aren't allowed to speak. It's ridiculous. Personally, not having an out-of-breath player talking Jungle Jim shorthand <laughs> on his way to the dressing room at half-time, um, there's got to be there's got to be something else that well, they could go go and do. It's, it's a breath of fresh air not having that. Um, I think the coaches are doing a great job for the players actually at the moment. What could the next step be, Bulldog? Uh, could we could we see games missed? Is that is that the next step for the players to not play? Well, if this doesn't get anywhere, and at the moment it's not getting anywhere, uh, this blackout is open-ended, so it may well go into the finals, Ben, which will you know, continue to damage the game. I, I guess if there is a next step, and it would be a dramatic step, and it hasn't been discussed just yet, let me stress that, but strike action, is that the next logical step in their fight with the NRL's Orba that the players go on strike? We hope, desperately, it doesn't get to that. Terrible timing, Bulldog, for them if they go down that path. I mean, they need to come out of their ivory towers for a little while. And I was in Coles during the week looking for a dozen eggs. And I opened three cartons. And there were only 11 in every one of them. I said to the woman from Coles, uh, who was in the aisle at the time, I said, is the 11 the new dozen? She said, we have people taking one egg, putting it in their pocket or putting it in their... uh, in their baskets um, that they're carrying or their their purses just to get out with an egg because they haven't got enough money to put food on the table. It's poorly timed. It couldn't be worse timed. They will lose the public for a long, long time if they go down the strike path. Zorba, I've spoke to you a fair a few times during the week, and you, again, you're wax lyrical about Daily Cherry Evans, the manly halfback. And I did say to you, in one of our combos, you know, where does he rate in terms of Manly halfbacks, given you would have seen every premiership, you played in one. So where, where does Cherry rate among the great Manly halfbacks? Yeah, good question, Bulldog, and it's a, it's a real topic. Um, he's playing his 16th straight origin on Wednesday night. He goes past the great Alfie Langer, who played 15 in a row. So 16 origins in a row for Queensland. He's the cherry on top for Manly. He's formed this season on top of his 297 games in the NRL over 12 years. Makes him the greatest number seven in the club's history, in my opinion. Uh, DCE's last two seasons have been superb. And his consistency and constant high standard has, I think, taken him past Jeff Toovey, who's been rated the number one for a long, long time at the club as the best ever halfback in, in the club's history, now 76 years uh, why do it's I a big give call, Zorba. 
yeah, it is a big call, and, and I know a lot of people won't agree with it. I, I spoke to Ken Arperson, the great manly um, former secretary and the, um, uh, the godfather of the club during the week just to get his opinion. He said he can't split them, uh, but I am on, um, on, on DCE's long and short kicking game. He's kicked more 40-20s than any other player in the history of the game. He's long and short passing. His support play... I think it just gives him the edge over Tuvi, who was a wonderful defender. Um, both captains, great captains, and um, and and Manly have had eight different halfbacks for each of their eight premiership halfbacks, and there's been some good ones. DCE now the top for me ahead of Tuvi. You've got Matty Orford, Dennis Ward, Johnny Mays, Gary Stevens, the Englishman, Desi Hasler. They're all premiership winners for Manly in the number seven jersey. Now, Zorb, uh, game so far this weekend, lots of controversy. What's taken your eye? Well, it does like a lot of class, doesn't it, without the uh, the origin players. And I mean, look at South and Parramatta yesterday, Zorb. Just decimated. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And, and the scores indicate that. 46 to 10, uh, Parra got swamped by the Warriors, who have a great opportunity and they've taken it during Origin. Um, they lost last week, but they have been going well. 21,000, uh, nearly 22,000 uh, to watch this game. And hasn't he done a great job with the Warriors, uh, Webster, in his first year as a uh, NRL coach on his own? Uh, terrific performance by the uh, the New Zealand Warriors and uh, a great display uh, by young Luke Metcalf, the 5'8", playing outside of uh, the gun halfback in Sean Johnson. Um, he's he's always been uh, he's always been touted as a player of the future. He's taken because of injuries a bit of time to get there, but he certainly arrived at the Warriors, and they're going to cause some hurry up in the weeks to come. I thought the Dogs with Toby Sexton making a great debut for the Bulldogs. He's been an important mid-season uh, buy for the Bulldogs. Um, I thought he gave space to Matty Burton last night, and Burton showed what a class player he is. Um, 36-22 to the Dogs. Souths just don't look aside without uh, Cody Walker at halfback and um, Latrell Mitchell at fullback. Don't look anywhere near the same side. They had too many players out to overcome last night, but um, they'll bounce back at full strength. I thought their coach uh, spoke very, very well after the game in terms of how they've been treated so far this year, South Sydney. Interesting stuff. We do need to say goodbye, Zorb, but Origin 3 is on the horizon. A dead rubber, uh, but that said, reputation's on the line. Quick expectations of the game from you before we say goodbye. Well, I think Queensland have got it all going for them. I think that um, uh, they've got a, a great young coach in, um, in Billy Slater. I think they've got a, a more uh, controlled game to play. New South Wales, well, they can do nothing but improve, but it's a dead rubber. It's all over. Don't care, really. But Queensland will win. All right. Thanks very much once again. And enjoy the game on Wednesday night. I can't wait to see it. And, and let's hope for New South Wales fans that they can at least get one back. Okay, boys. Have a good one.